You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? David Zaslav was planning on shelving Justice League Animated and Justice League Unlimited on January 31st. It got pushed back because of fan delays, but I think the only real reason they pushed it back is they decided finally that they were going to launch Max this month. I think on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, So wait, they're going to get rid of the Justice League? I I have the physical media. I own it all on DVD, but... They're never going to be allowed to print physical media again. So the ones that are on the store shelves right now are it. I got to buy those. I got to get those. I do too. They're, They're about to be taken down. Which is extra insult to injury when it literally is what James Gunn just cited as his main inspiration and guidebook on the DCEU going forward was the Justice League animated and Justice League Unlimited series. I'm going to say that those two shows, the Justice League and the Justice League Unlimited, the only animation or cartoon, I'll say, that I thought was better, the only one was the animated series, Batman the Animated Series. I I think you're right i well in the dc universe the yeah i'll I'll go so far as to even say almost anything like that justice league cartoon was the best thing i had watched since watching uh batman the animated series Uh, i my list would personally go batman the animated series then 2012 ninja turtles then those then the 2003 turtles i mean there are some episodes of unlimited that blew my mind they're fucking astounding oh yeah everything about it paul dini and bruce tim dude are gonna be recognized in our lifetime as like fucking geniuses yeah well i would say so definitely for what they've done for marvel uh excuse me dc yeah uh, those guys are the mark mother's of children entertainment that's that's a fair statement like they're that prolific and get that little accolade where like everybody knows who they are and they're like yeah i like those guys but like nobody really appreciates that they've shaped your whole fucking life yep well i mean good news on that front that amazon prime picked up batman cape crusader from them hmm yeah so but that one wasn't shelved that was that was a rights thing no i think that was like full-on canceled with the zaz yeah but it was a canceled project they didn't shelve it Mm, there's different there's different levels of write-offs so like when they canceled titans and doom patrol they canceled those to cut cost and not spend any more money on it going forward but but they're they're not shelved we'll be able to watch titans and doom patrol until zaslav decides to shelve them why is he shelving these things right off so he's been doing it quarter to quarter because he has to report earnings to his fucking investors he's running it as a stock he's not running it as a ip company all right so i got a i got a question here then that i don't know if either of us any of us are qualified to answer but what happens when that company finally realizes hey we need to get rid of this guy because he's bad for our product uh how is that going to affect is there is there going to be collateral damage on james gunn is he gonna become victim for working with that guy no let's hope it's obvious to me that he's already worked out some deal where he's not answering to him. Yeah, he is the like yeah. he, do, he can do that fucking thing where it's like, oh yeah, you can talk to my manager, and then he twirls around and goes, hey, it's me, I'm the manager. 
<laughs> well, he has to report to somebody. He worked for Feige while Feige was still under Perlmutter. And I really think he went into the contract negotiations knowing that he couldn't. And then if he had to answer to somebody, he was going to fall apart quicker than Feige ever did. Wow. So I, I really, truly believe that's why they made him take a 50-50 split with that guy who's a financial wizard. Stafford? Peter yeah, Stafford? but it's not Zaslov. Like there, I really, really think he got the. I think he got the Feige deal. I think he's in there. I mean, but somebody, somebody pays him. So ultimately, yeah, but I, like, I don't think man. To the but CEO I don't, of right. But I don't think he reports. I think their options are either keep paying him or fire him. I don't think yeah. they're allowed to show up and tell him what to do different. That's fair. That's cool. Uh, that, I mean, I'm excited to see what he can do with the DC universe. I mean, especially <laughs> because he put out that tweet this week that or maybe it was last week where he's like i'm looking like he basically listed off the qualities of what he's looking for in a superman and it's like humanity humility like understand like empathy like he listed off all these things that shows he clearly fucking understands who superman is as a character Mm -hmm. yeah dude it's i i really hope the um that all the suits in hollywood and georgia and toronto and everywhere where they're making big projects will finally start to learn from the validity of hiring the biggest fan yep there's a i i just i truly believe in my heart of hearts that like even the best creators have something in them that they could do better than anyone ever could and it's the thing they've been in love with since they were eight well i mean look yeah look at like kevin smith i'm sure he made those movies but he wrote some comics like the batman the the widening guyer right but what he really wants to do is captain kangaroo and it's what he's wanted to do his whole career i'm not joking and he he'd fucking kill it captain kangaroo the old children's tv dude yeah but it's what he's passionate about it's what he thinks about when he has free time i'm serious man i know it sounds crazy but like that's the thing like kevin smith does everything really good that he's done i like i like a lot of his stuff some of it's sloppy and doesn't have the same effort but his directing is always great and his dialogue is second to joss whedon's his his presence is great like i've seen him at comic-con moderate a panel yeah um i've seen him fanboy over lucy lawless yeah uh calling her flawless i i also like his even his bad movies like tusk i i think tusk is is kind of cool i just watched clerks three by the way uh, did you cry your fucking eyes out i did i did i i didn't cry my eyes out i did cry dude Um, i i ugly cried there was yeah it was have you seen it yet mitch no you want me to earmuff for a sec while you guys talk about it it, it'll like it's such a simple movie and the twist is so clear in your mind that we'll be able to talk about it whenever you see it in depth that that moment and i was a little put off by how how they did it and and how bad they made randall be up to a point but the point where it flips where he realizes yeah how much of a piece of shit he is and has been yeah um, and that dante is his whole world yeah that right there i was like oh like that that hit me kind of hard and then how he handled that situation that was rough that was that was when, nice and kevin smith was making a movie about what kind of piece of shit he turned into when he was directing all of his friends on clerk and how he oh. had to reconcile that and if Mosier wasn't this new friend who could tell him he was being a piece of shit he really wouldn't have stopped right but he had a new guy in the group that was like, why the fuck are you like that to your friends? <laughs> so is Randall him? No, Randall's Brian Johnson. Okay. In all the movies. In this movie, Randall is 
Jeff Anderson filling the part of Kevin Smith when he became a director when he right. went to film school. But in all the previous movies, uh, Randall is Brian Johnson and Dante is Kevin Smith. No, he meant he meant like not actor. He meant who they were representing from Kevin's right. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Who is Brian Johnson? Brian Johnson Brian? is a guy that worked at the rec center in Red Bank, New Jersey with Kevin Smith when Kevin was like night 18, 19. Okay. He's Steve Dave. Tell him Steve Dave in Tell a, a mall rats. Yeah, Tell yeah, him yeah. Steve Dave. Those two That's... guys are Walt Flanagan and Brian Johnson. The taller guy is Brian Johnson. Got it. Um, they were these older guys that ran the rec center that Kevin Smith went and got a job at. And when Kevin Smith got a job there, there was this like 14 year old boy they took care of, like really absolutely took care of this kid. And his name was Jason Muse. And mm -hmm. they and they introduced Kevin to Jason. They also introduced Kevin to comic books and to hockey and to everything that he thinks is important in his life. Those two guys showed him and like took the time to teach him about all of it. They never treated him like an idiot or like he didn't know. And Brian Johnson is very much Randall. So the fact that that guy took a beat to be like, no, man, here's what's cool about a thing. Check it out. You're all loan it to you. Instead of just talking shit and making fun of them was like weird. And those guys are huge. Have you ever seen comic book men? Yeah, a little bit. Those guys. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I just look. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but I, it's, it's I real sweet. Kevin, I love Kevin Smith movies. Uh, Dogma and Chasing Amy were definitely like up there for me as far as films that I uh, connected with. Yeah, the only thing in Kevin's life that he doesn't attribute to those two dudes is film. Every other one of his interests, he's like, I, I'm so lucky I made those friends when I did. Like I was a boring guy who just liked like art film and Jesus. And, and, and then these guys taught me what was like actually fun and introduced me to this 14 year old who had so much PTSD and his life was so fucked up that all he could do was have fun. If he stopped having fun, it, he'd fucking cry. So all this kid did was have a blast. I never saw yoga hosers. Me either. Heard it was it's, real bad. It's not good, but it's not terrible. It's sweet. Red State was a good movie of by him. Red State's oh God. fucking incredible. Yeah. 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 Definitely different than what he had been doing. Oh, dude, 100%. If you go in expecting like a Kevin Smith romp, yeah. you will be sorely <laughs> mistaken, my friend. You know what? I'm high. He doesn't want to do Captain Kangaroo. He wants to do Buckaroo Banzai. I'm so sorry. Uh, holy shit. I love B Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai. Peter Weller? Across the eighth dimension. Yeah, that's what he wants to. I'm so sorry. It was in my head. I was thinking the right thing and just conflated titles. That makes Buckaroo, much Kangaroo. I see where you made that. Yeah, that's what happened. And I'm like high and tired. I've been Buckaroo tired. was ahead of its time. Yeah, man. So like Had Kevin, a stellar cast. That's his passion project that like Good. if they let him do that, he'd Should. Paul Dini the animated series. It He'd Ciro Neely uh, 2012 Ninja Turtles it. He would do the thing where like the person who thinks about that because they love it that much in their free time or every yeah. time he sees it, he thinks about what he would do with it. Yes. Let him have it. Like, honestly, like he's pitched it to every fucking studio and everyone turned him down. Amazon like was interested for a while and then dropped out. But like if he wants to do it as bad as he wants, to, like he's wanted to do that consistently for the last fucking like 20 years. There will be a time. I know. But like that's simple math. Let the guy who lives and breathes the subject, even when he's working on other shit, his brain slows down to work on that. That's the dude, man. And James Gunn is that guy. He is a comic book nerd. 
and he is a DC guy. So have yeah. you guys seen the original Buckaroo Banzai? Yes, no. my my dad smoked pot. <laughs> you never saw it? No, but I am aware of it because of Kevin Smith. There are so many lines in that movie that I either think of or use on a regular basis. That it movie and Time Bandits are movies I used to watch with my dad that I'm afraid to rewatch because I don't know how they'll hold up and I don't want to lose the nostalgia. Buckaroo will hold up. Because I watched it like a year, year and a half ago. With the girls? No, by myself. I was, okay, up, I was, was just on, wondering I if it, it held up for the girls. I was just curious. I didn't watch it with them. Um, Time Bandits was one of the earlier movies that I saw in the theaters yeah. with my parents. Uh, probably with my mom. But uh, I love that movie because Terry Gilliam is one of my top, I'd say my top five favorite directors. Top three? I mean- even- yeah, he's a killer. That was one of the first midnight movies I went to. I think I saw Indiana Jones before that with my dad, but it was the same summer. Fucking awesome. But Indiana Jones was at like the big multiplex, like it was an anniversary release or something. Mm-hmm. And then like the local Kimball's Twin Peak Theater downtown and the old two screen theater from the early 1900s showed uh, Time Bandits. And my dad was like, oh, we got to go see this. And I, like blew my fucking mind dude time bandits was great it It was was so so weird yeah so weird and good well and the only like cool time travel stuff i'd seen up to that point was quantum leap reruns uh what was the other one on uh on i think nbc it was like the same thing the pretender Tenders, the guy sliders. Like alien he took on he'd like become another person it was basically quantum leap yeah like the pretender yeah Sliders, though, that was another cool show with uh, one of the McConnell brothers. Sliders was good. I don't think that ran in syndication, though. I think I like saw a couple episodes of that, and then it was kind of gone. Because that was on when I was pretty young. But then the only other thing I had was PBS Doctor Who. Mm, I didn't watch Doctor Who. Which was long, tedious, five-hour Doctor Who. And Mm -hmm. I'd watch that at my grandma's. And it was cool, because I didn't have anything better. But then when I saw time bandits i was like holy shit time travel is like the coolest way to think like this is a fun exercise for the monkey brain let's do this yeah it was fun yeah what a cool movie but yeah kevin should have that movie there's other passion projects that people want to do like when when leonardo dicaprio finally makes akira like it's gonna make more money than god I would love. Well, I don't know. Well, who's to slated to currently take? Is it? It's Taika Waititi, isn't it? That's going to direct. Yeah, yeah. No, Leonardo's not in. Matt, you're you're misreading the situation. Leonardo he's just the, making sure it's it's made. Yeah, he's just owned the film rights and keeps renewing them since he was young. Good. And he he wants it to just be done right. And he's trying to retain the rights till technology caught up to do it. I'm all about it. Akira is one of the most uh, impactful anime that I've ever watched. Yeah. But when you get somebody like that in control of a project that cares more about it than you really should. Yeah. Fuck. That's a way to make money. Like I'm excited that the new Ninja Turtles rated R movie is going to be written by two brothers that hold it dear. And it's part of their relationship. Like, there's going to be real care put into that by those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'm I'm excited for everything Turtles right now. Man, me too. I'm so gassed up. I'm going to have to buy like a real video game system to play that Ronin game. Yeah. Well, you will be able to. Oh, I know. But it's not good for my health to have <laughs> something like that. I have what's known as junkie brain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, they ever fucking, if I ever find those 
two pack of 1990 NECA Michelangelo and Raphael. I keep like, looking for you, man. I've looked I'm, everywhere I've been. Dude, I'm convinced that they only ship Leonardo and Donatello this side of the Mississippi, and you have to go east to find. They have an equal number of Raphael Michelangelo packs, but they're in the eastern part of the fucking country. Yeah, other than the pack I got. I'm going to check when I go to fucking South Dakota next month. Nice. Good call. Um, what are you going to South Dakota for? Uh, the Black Hills Comedy Festival. Oh, ran by on my Zach. Zach. Yes. Hmm. Always a good little time going up there. We're going to see him this weekend at the, the Chief Fest Comedy the Festival. Chief Comedy Fest, yeah. And Train Extravaganza. Yeah, they're in New Mexico right now. Yeah. Doing, doing a show. The one's from California. It's exciting. Yeah. And then uh, Moss is on the one that's coming in from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, with like three ladies. Uh, Mira Sanders. I can't remember who else. I should know. I've emailed everybody about lodging. <laughs> and yeah. Lodging. Well, uh, uh, what else? Uh, I watched. So wait a minute. I watched Clerks 3 and it was great. I also, what else did I watch recently? Shit. I, I watched something else that I was kind of required to watch. Required. Not required, but, you know, always told like, oh, you should watch. Oh, I finished Jury Duty. Oh, my God. What do you think? It was so fucking funny, man. (laughs) Marsden, I fucking didn't like Marsden before that show, but now I'm like, that's my boy, even though he's in those Sonic movies, which I really like, but I always think of him as like a fucking Cyclops or like he's like a he's a total douche or uh richard white or whatever he is in superman returns where he's just like kind of a douche you know but like you know he's he's good in sonic and like man he was fucking when they do the giant shit and he has to get ronald to take (laughs) take credit for it he's like hey will you like when the guy you gotta take credit for this like the guy was like whoa that was you huh and marston's like yeah obviously it was him God, it, it, everything. Mart, I'm with you on that 100%, though. I like, I just, I couldn't agree with you more. I've never, I've never thought highly of Marsden. I really like the Sonic movies. Everything else, he's, eh. Right. He's great as Scott Summers. I know Cyclops. He's great, but it's always come across as a dude that I'm like, I don't, I don't, wouldn't care to meet him. Like, I just don't. Whatever, Boy Scout. Like, yeah, like, I just, he see like he seemed like the kid that would uh, be like, "Um, do you forgot to give us homework for the weekend?" Yeah, he seemed like the guy who'd do the cake thing in real life. Exactly, <laughs> that was so fucking funny. And if correct me if I'm wrong, because in the actual flow of the show, they never show Marsden coming back. No, to the but like they did film him coming back. Like apologize. he apologized, right? Yeah, he gets the it's a girl cake. <laughs> yeah but i think they knew i like i'm sure they planned on when they did the edit of like we'll show that at the end to really sweeten it but man how lucky did they get with that guy what was his name again mitch ronald glesser Ron- ronald what? dude he took it way better than i would have taken it not only took it better dude that guy was a good dude in every dude. single time they gave him an inch <laughs> to be a fuck up he was yeah. just a good dude yeah. yeah, dude. Good old Ronald, man. He uh he's a good-hearted dude. Like 
when they if if they fucking told me i would have my first reaction would have been are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and then they would have been like but you get a hundred thousand dollars i'd be like oh well then i had a great time i wouldn't have been like oh what are you serious i i mean i don't know i think you i think you'd be so mind fucked because even he's mind fucked but i think you'd be so like what's going on this well, is when he tri- talks when he talks to everybody when he <laughs> talks to the weird guys like are you on the technology he's like uh no and yeah. speaks all natural returns around and when he like, talks, yeah, not really dude and when he talks to the what what was his name ken yeah the, the asian, asian dude, dude. <laughs> and he i mean he was just blown away by everything like yes you uh exactly. it's a hundred times multiplier and i owe you two thousand dollars <laughs> he's like yeah no you don't have to give me two thousand dollars i thought it was 20 no i think it was two Okay. 2000. Uh, yeah, he he was funny like when they mentioned about how uh, the witness uh masturbated at Pacific Rim and <laughs> he's just like I I saw that movie and uh it was not uh, <laughs> romantic at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, movie, that show was unlike anything else that we've dude, ever seen. It's got to be a one season and done, right? Like they can't do that again. I, they, I, even if they were planning on it, I almost think they can't because there's zero fucking chance they'll ever get anybody as likable as Ronald. Well, right? They might not get the guy that to be, the person to be the same, but they'll find somebody that maybe answers a questionnaire and they don't really watch TV or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm sure it's on freebie. I'm sure they can find people who are unaware of it. But exactly. dude, I would be unaware of it unless you fucking told me about it. Yeah, but they'll have to do it outside of LA. They'll mm-hmm. never be able to get away with it in LA County again. Right. They won't be able to get away with it in Georgia. They're they're gonna have to do it in a more normal place. It'll cost more to produce, but hopefully Wisconsin. it proves a success. It's getting accolades, like it's blowing up on Twitter, apparently. Yeah, Dude, I see memes of it all the fucking time. Yeah, because the people who are seeing it are like, holy fuck, have you guys seen this? To everyone they know. It's not, it is that kind of contagious. And I think it's the kind of thing where like, if you don't know other people who agree with you that it's funny, you feel like, am I okay laughing at this guy? Like, <laughs> And is it as funny as I think, or am I a sick fuck? Like, what's going on here? Hey, I'm going to go rub one out in the bathroom really quick while I got time. Yeah. Well, you can. Wait, did you really hurt yourself when you fell? No, and that that like blew his mind. The shit that was blowing his mind in the reveal was also very sweet because you could tell like his first thought about that guy was like, "Wait, when you were hurt, were you hurt?" Like, like Ronald's just like a good dude, dude. I I honestly couldn't stop laughing when they were all retelling that guy, and they're like. That guy volunteers in his free time here. And everybody's telling, and he's like, look at, he made us these things. And everyone's like, yeah, he's the best. And then they asked Ronald and he's like, yeah, we, we talked to, we had, you know, we, we said a couple of things to each other. Yeah, they teed it up for him to be like, he was nice to everyone <laughs> but me. He made a relationship with everybody but me. Let me tell you guys how he was a dick. Like they I, gave him all the tools. He told me he was going to go rub one out. Yeah, oh, and instead God. he's just like, no, I don't know, I don't know anything. Holy we we said hi a couple of times, stuff like that. I fucking laughed so hard. His name is Ronald Gladden, not Glesser. My bad. Glad. Glad. But, um, dude, he, I was just reading an article. He'll probably like. He's like, I want to do more things. It's like, all right, cool, yeah, dude. If that's your fucking big break, cool. Yeah, do it. 
He earned it. Yeah, man. Uh, when he when Marsden had to do the jumping on the bed for the soaking. The soaking. Oh my god! It's <laughs> like, hey, can you just do more little jumps? No, into the like the girl. She's like, no big jumps. And he's like, no little little jumps, Marsden. Oh god, yeah, that shit's so fucking good. That girl hitting on Mecky in the background. When, oh, like, Ronald's God. not even paying attention and just consistently doing it the whole time was so fucking funny to me. Right. Yeah, yeah that show was next next level, I thought. I Everyone, fully enjoyed it. Everyone involved, from the old lady who's pretending to be asleep. Oh, yeah. Fucking- oh, dude, those are the memes that I see. I see memes of, like, ladies sh- sharing memes just, like, through the quote where she's like, I'm on my fifth double margarita and I don't feel anything. Yeah. And then when they find out they've been dosing Mecky. Yeah. But oh, like God. the memes of that lady saying that are like, you know, Prolific. being shared around by like wine ladies. I yeah. want it to be. It's a sativa and dexedrine. I'll stay up. <laughs> that was yeah. And he just lets it fly. Oh, God, dude. Yeah. I just. what stood out to me after like realizing how much i love the show was just like you could have a hundred thousand people on and not find somebody as good as ronald that dude was a fucking specimen he was a saint man yeah i mean unless we find out something really fucked up about him later and then i will say fuck him dude it'd have to be cp i wouldn't even (laughs) care i i I wouldn't even care if he mark Wahlberg a taxi driver i don't give a fuck that dude's such a good guy <laughs> oh my god. He was fucking... consistently a good guy. So, I just yeah. don't I even when like Matt and I talked about it last episode. Even when he's in situations where there's hidden cameras and he doesn't think he's part of the documentary, he's consistently the best dude. Yeah. He's on task. Not even just dude, like the... passively good, actively the best. Uh the bailiff cracked me up too. <laughs> when he was just like, Are you real cop? And she's like, No. was all proud of herself yeah dude she should be because she's very convincing i agree i thought she was i thought some of them were legit and they were just acting but they they did a good job they did a really good job i did too until the last episode i assumed some people were just in on it but performing their normal jobs yes which is why they were good at it right and the only person that's even close to true with is the judge right because he, he was, was a lawyer, a right? Yeah. Baron Holtz's dad was a lawyer and like a small time bit actor when he was younger. But that's Ike Baron Holtz's dad. The judge? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And, it, and it looks just like him. I thought that. And that's why I looked it up and was like, holy shit, it is. Wow. Um, oh, God. I was laughing so hard when Marsden's on the borrowed phone to get the news about who was cast in Lone Pine. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I didn't get it. Well, tell me who got it. Which Chris? Please don't fucking say Chris Pine. He's <laughs> just like, God damn it. He fucking hucks the phone into the trash and just storms off. And then he's just like, sorry about your phone. <laughs> yeah, like one step into storming off, he turns around to acknowledge it. Like, I'm sorry. I know that was your phone. Just son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. And then how mad everyone is that he didn't get the part and they'd been wasting, he'd been wasting their fucking time with all his shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mitch, are you with me that I think I would have with when I first walked into that first lobby, I would have recognized the other guy before I recognized Marsden sitting there with his hat and glasses on before the lady asked for a picture. I would have walked in and seen the other character actor and been like, holy shit, dude, can I get a picture? Who, Mackie? 
No. No. The, um, uh, fuck, what's his name on the show? What's his real name? He's a character actor. Was it Todd or no? It was. Uh, Which character? The tall guy with the black hair and the black mustache. It's wearing a members only jacket. He's in every show that's ever been on TV that we watch. Let me screen share it with me, please. Kirk Matt. Fox. He played Pat. Pat Here. McCurdy. Matt, I Is give Pat you screen the guy that has like, he kind of looks like Tobias? Uh, no. I don't think so. He wears a members only jacket and so does Tobias, if that's what you're talking about. This guy. Yeah, that's him. He doesn't look yeah. like Tobias. Tobias Funkin? In the show, he does. No, Tobias Livingston. Oh, he's got like, sorry. Yeah, he's got like longer hair and like a shaggy beard. Yeah, I wasn't no, thinking of Toby. I was thinking I, of Toby. I don't know who that guy is. Yes. Oh, God. Matt, pull pull up his uh, IMDb list, dog. I mean, here are some of the things that he... Kirk Fox. He's a stand-up? No. Um, no. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's been mostly a character actor our whole life. But yeah, he's... The, wow, The Patriot. The Patriot. Wyatt Community. Earp. The Mick. Wyatt, Wyatt Earp. Mumford. The Postman. He's a main character in The Postman. I've never seen that. That's the Kevin Costner apocalypse one where he still delivers the mail. He's in Reno 911 a couple of times. He's in the, times. in the army now with Polly Shore. Body. Hey, buddy. He's in no, so many if, things. Dude, if anything, if that was me, I would have known Mecky first because I've done shows with Mecky. I know, but I'm saying really? like if I was yeah. not a stand up and just a nerd that we are naturally living in L.A., I would have walked in and clocked fucking Kirk Fox immediately. I didn't clock Mecky and I've worked with Mecky, too. Hmm. Yeah, I saw as soon as I was like, holy fuck, it's Mecky. Yeah, he's kind of just got a, one of those faces, though. He's a that guy. Yeah. All right. We're still friends online. It was really funny that they used his real girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Yeah, that was his girlfriend. Uh, he said oh. that in the, in the last episode. The girl with the guy with the cucumber in his pants. and Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> the girl that he's on the phone with the whole time. That's all Mackie's real girlfriend. Hashtag boner. Yeah. Hashtag boner. <laughs> that's what you do in Mexico, dude. You fuck. <laughs> Marsden. See, dude. I like thinking, like, to me, I, and I don't know, I'm not trying to speak like I'm going to get beers with Marsden next week. Yeah. Also, I'm calling him Marsden from here on out. I'm not fucking. Yeah, why wouldn't you? No. But, like, it seems to me like that's maybe more like how he is naturally. Because, like, that makes more sense than him being more naturally like Cyclops. Like, hey, Logan, stay with my girl, right? yeah no he's definitely more naturally who he was in the show except probably a way better dude yeah he's not like <laughs> trying to get out of jury duty being like all right guys i have no time for pictures <laughs> that and like just just like that first scene where the kid tells him sonic the hedgehog sucks <laughs> and then he watches it and comes back and says hey man that was actually great i know but there's a shot of marsden going like where he looks down like mm -hmm. like yeah. really just being like oh fuck let it ride let it ride let it ride <laughs> like i feel like the real him is cool enough that in real life he would have been like that's neat man what the fuck have you done like if he wasn't yeah. like if he wasn't about to have to make this last two weeks or whatever, I really feel like he was the kind of smooth guy that wouldn't have been a huge dick about it, but would have been like, 
hey, you know, you could go fuck yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. But like it would have naturally progressed where Ronald would still be like, man, I'm, my Jason Mars or James Marsden movie is fucking sex drive. Oh, yeah. Cause Ronald's the kind of nice guy that would have followed up him being told he's a dick by being like, no, no, no. I, I do love you. <laughs> the Ronald Gladden love cast. I never saw Sex Drive. Is it funny? I, I it's, mean, it's of its time, probably. It's of its time, and it's for us people of a certain age, which me and Mitch were when it's I time didn't see was. It. What is it, 2009? I don't know. I'm looking it up. I distinctly feel Ronald's like two years younger than us. He's mm. somebody our age's little brother. Ronald. Yeah. Why don't we 2009? 2008. Uh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So we were 18, 19 years old, mm. and it's four kids that age. Ronald Gladden is thirty-three. Sensibilities then. See, are there, are there titties? No. Uh, there's a. There's just a lot of really off-color jokes. Okay. It's pretty blue. Because I liked uh, like Road Trip or Euro Trip or um, any of those movies that are probably similar. I would guess. Again, though, I don't know how much you'd like. Well, those those have a little bit more merit, I think. Yeah, if anything, I would say Sex Drive is like the pervy, like, well, fuck, we'll just make our own movie version of that, like small studio kind of movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You you'll you'll laugh when you watch it, but you'll come away from it going like, okay. What right. the fuck? Sex Drive was after all three X-Men movies? Marsden, what are you doing? Dude, he wasn't having a great career. He is I told Matt this. Like, I wouldn't have recognized Marsden right away if it weren't for the Sonic movies. I oh, dude, I, I wouldn't know. He, he wore visors like, and sunglasses his whole fucking career. Motherfucking Cyclops. I, I know, man, but, but he was doing this the whole time I was watching him as a kid. I just, there's a lot of guys with that jawline. Mm. Him and Zach Efron are the same person. I refuse to believe otherwise. I think, I think he's just Marston when he's having a skinny, not bloated day. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, man, say what you will about Marston, but that motherfucker works, dude. Look at his Wikipedia. He's in so much shit every yeah, year. He's, yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Good yeah, for I him, think, dude. I think when you're getting median pay, you have to. That's hey, what whatever, I mean. dude. I, uh, no, I'm not talking shit. I just don't think his career ever took off like it finally did with Sonic a little bit. Oh, yeah. You need a CGI animal to go on a road trip? You call in James motherfucking Marston. Okay, well, well we can pretend you don't, you don't he's think the he key. Made, what about the notebook? He probably made good money in the notebook. Dude, no one in the show even remembered who he was in the notebook. <laughs> I never saw it. <laughs> they did not pay him that much to play the forgettable boyfriend that's in like four scenes. Fair enough. I never see it, so I don't know. Yeah. He probably uh, got scale. The I women remember, forgot he was in it. The women I on that him show. From Westworld. The women actresses yes. couldn't place him in the notebook. It's fair. <laughs> um, and he's the yeah. villain. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah, I'm looking like he's in a lot of movies, but nothing too great. Who disturbing behavior? Never saw that, but I remember it. I would say he's in the probably. Uh, I think X2 is still the best of the three original X Men movies. I would agree. He's put, and it's art. No. Nope, you go. Yours, yours is better. Go, 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 go. No, I was just going to say, of the original trilogy, I think X2, and then of the sequel trilogy, I a lot of people might say First Class, but I would go Days of Future Past. Mm. I'm counting Wolverine's trilogy as a whole separate fucking thing. 
yeah i would agree with that hmm. but um yeah dude i don't know i really i there was a time when i was just like jake i'm gonna watch this just to like i'm gonna watch the first one and then i'll fall off but i was like compelled to watch this and it was dude it was a digestible chunks 30 minutes even with like multiple ad breaks on that freebie app mm-hmm. yeah wasn't terrible no the show went well with ad breaks too the show wasn't the kind of show where you're like fuck is the kind of thing where you're like oh cool another ad yeah no i don't know about cool but no but i mean like it wasn't like a scripted it didn't have act structure that yeah. was getting broken by it was just like you were just watching a thing unfold so the ad breaks didn't kill the rhythm the same way yeah i i hear your point yeah i still I was... struggle with watching ads so i don't know yeah i do too you know what though what i've realized watching cable again Mm. mostly what i hate about ads anymore is just seeing the same ads constantly exactly because when i'm watching cable and i'm getting different ads all the time and ones that actually had like production money put into them mm-hmm. ma- man is it like 75 percent more tolerable mm. i just mute it and you know do other stuff yeah but it's it's hard um what yeah. i was gonna say mitch is speaking of sonic guess who is playing the paramount on june 17th ben schwartz benny schwa nice dude yes I what's he doing stand up i think he's doing an improv show oh shit all by himself he's like he do oh, maybe with one other person but it's not thomas Middleditch. i think it's mm-hmm. being billed as ben schwartz and friends now that i think about it really hard ben but schwartz and friends it's but i don't saying. but i don't know who friends is going to be and i imagine they're just using that as a placeholder because he can't tour with middle ditch anymore bill Hader. why can't he go with middle ditch middle ditch is now an exposed sex creep uh not 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 cancelable but to the point where like ben schwartz uh he's got an image to uphold yes i i understand it truly sucks because those two were probably the best two-man improv team that's ever existed in the history of comedy really yeah yeah their netflix specials are worth watching but i pity anyone who never got to see them perform because it was fucking lightning in a bottle Hmm. and i i know other touring improv groups and artists Mm -hmm. and ben schwartz and thomas middleditch are the only ones i've ever heard of or know of that do not do any kind of practice or basically loaded rehearsed bits that they have ready they're Mm. fucking cuckoo well good good for ben schwartz i've i've liked all the things that i've seen or heard him in dewey duck dude he's gonna play all the blue characters i love him for everything he's played i love him for everything he's done the fact that he is the kind of man that will say i'm gonna play every blue character and is now one power ranger away <laughs> he's loading up promise. his his infinity gauntlet dude every um, blue character from the 90s so far yeah he's gonna have to play the tick oh my god if it was animated i would love that more than anything right ben schwartz just going deep but doing his thing the way he does on comedy bang bang sometimes right Mm-hmm. oh man but mitch you should go me and my buddy mike are going we got front row seats but you should when is it again june 17th june 17th i'll go if i'm available you get to see but you do you already got fucking tickets yeah my buddy mike pulled trigger on him june what is it 17th yeah saturday yeah he had some kind of american express pre-sale or something uh, nice yeah. 
I'd yeah. go if you want to get tickets, Mitch. Yeah, dude, we should all meet up and get mad high. But we get to see Leonardo, Dewey Duck, and Sonic the Hedgehog, and John Ralphio. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell that's, yeah. That's a lineup, and it's one man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but speaking of his his association with Middlejitch and and then speaking of problematic individuals, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Another one? Go ahead. So how do you feel about the Flash movie? Are you going to see it in theaters? Yes. Yes. Even despite Ezra Miller? Yes. You know what? There are dozens of or more people that were part of that that didn't kidnap and assault and do whatever else they did. That's true. And, you know, they deserve to have their work. I know I sound like an apologist or something, but uh, the movie's made. I'm going to see it because I want to see what it does for the greater universe. And because I want it to looks so fucking cool. It looks so fucking cool. And I want to respect the other people that contributed to it without knowing that this guy was a piece of shit. At this point, dude, he would have had to Jared Fogle it for me to not go see Mike fucking Keaton playing Batman. Like, that's all there is to it. It'd have to be CP. I've seen people on Reddit be like, I'm going to buy a ticket to a different movie and then go see The Flash. And I was like, well, first of all, I don't think that's going to work because a lot of movie theaters are assigned seats these days. But also, I mean, people were, were like, yeah, you know what? The, what's the movie theater care if I'm buying a ticket to something else? They're still getting their money. Yeah, I mean, I I also don't think that would really think. work. And But Keaton deserves to get paid. Everybody else that has their fucking career attached to it deserves to get paid. Yeah. It's a shame they got so invested in a kid that ended up being mentally unstable. Yeah, they they do claim that he's getting a ton help. of mental health yeah. help and is doing a lot better. But just, just get rid of him for the future. That's all. Yeah, I and I think they are. I believe in my heart of hearts that James Gunn didn't sign up to keep him on for long term. They won't admit it. Well, they can't. You can't sandbag the movie by saying like. That's fair. Don't worry, we've already fired him. The same way that everyone else has fired fucking Kang, but Mike, like Marvel can't say anything about it. They're going to wait until the court case happens, and and hopefully they'll be able to push the court case off until another couple fucking things get released. The last thing I saw regarding that was that she, after the event, after the call, yeah, that she was seen at the club. Like she went back out. Yeah, so, and I'm and I'm not. I don't know what that says, other than that she was okay enough to go back out and party. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, again, I'm not making any kind of whatever. That's the only thing I read. Yeah, so, I don't know what's what. I'm just saying I've had my ass whooped bad enough that I like just couldn't go home and wallow in it. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, I mean that new trailer for that movie. It's so bat centric and. Yes. It is so Michael Keaton awesome Batman shit that you would have never fucking seen him do in 1989. Yeah, like move his neck. <laughs> Jump out of a fucking plane. Dude, he's <laughs> shielding <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> with his cape. There was something that special broadcast coming in. Oh, whoa. Phasing in from the Phantom Zone. Holy shit. One, the only. Hey, Baldy! Whoa, Tommy! Hello, Tommy. I I can't take this off. It's uh, against my religion. 
Oh, <laughs> shit. This is, is the way. That is the way. It is. Nate Balding. Well, you know what we never did? We never said that this was episode 304 of the Broadcast Geeks. But I'll say it now, even though we're near the end. I am Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. Midnight Mitch Jones. And I'm Nate Balding. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I should have been the Mandalorian. Oh, <laughs> the Nate Alorian. The Nate Alorian. So wait. You you just you said you found out that you in the chat while we were talking here you you said that you found out you still had Disney Plus and you caught up on the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I I'm mid catch up. Okay, because okay. it's done now. Yeah, has everybody else seen yes. the, everything? I, I am yeah. not, but I, I'm okay. Okay, it's pretty nuts. The plans going forward seem unsure, but cool anyway they're gonna go with it so what exactly are we talking about you could say it this episode is not gonna air for another week or two anyway <laughs> yeah well so what happened i just thought that this entire thing took place after all of the like current star wars situation got it uh, and apparently just not no uh it's after post jedi uh, i guess jedi yeah yeah between Jedi and uh and Force Awakens Ro- Rogue One. Yeah. But no, what no fuck Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because the new order is getting set up. Uh at least they start talking about it in was it the book of Boba? F- well, no, they they allude to it with some of the stuff that um Giancarlo Esposito, who's he again? Uh Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Yeah, they 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 make they they make some references to it. Yeah, and Thrawn's about to come back and yeah it's about to get sick nasty up in here it's almost but enough to make me go watch the tedious cartoons they also don't mention any of that until uh this episode i just watched which is the second to the last episode of the current season uh, about yeah. the like the clones well the clones are there but the clones are always there because they're a clone you can create them again and again yeah that's true Right, but they're cloning Moth, and they're cloning... Oh, uh, shit. That's what I thought. Oh, is that, Matt, is yeah, that that's what, right. You're way behind. No, I, spoil the shit out of it. Yeah, it's no, I mean... Every but maybe not happens, for Nate, who's like one episode from the end. Oh, No, but enough. Nate no, knows they're cloning Moth. Do. Yeah. Yeah, the second to last episode. He's, he's been killed out. at least once, uh, oh. and probably multiple times. But yeah, there's there's a lot of cloning going on. That's the whole reason Grogu's mattered the whole time from the first season. From my from my guess from the first episode, I'm so it's like the best I've ever Babe Ruth to shot ever in the history of television guessing. They want to clone a force sensitive being so that they can make Palpatine like Grogu is his experiment at the beginning when they took his fucking blood to figure out how to get midichlorians to put in other fucking clones to make them better than palpatine was so they can survive the machinery bullshit was they were trying to get it from this yoda creature because they're the most dense with them other than anakin or what the fuck ever uh skywalkers yeah so that's why they're trying to experiment on this kid and that's like the whole through line until this season where now all of a sudden it's pivoting because kathleen kennedy can't keep her dick out of the pudding well and that gets addressed kind of in the the last few movies when they have uh snokes and they have all those right that's what snoke is snoke's like a failed force clone right okay okay snoke snoke is like almost a hundred percent for sure palpatine because when they show the failed clones they're all snoke right except he's huge yeah kind of in, in hologram form right yeah no it's it's 
it's cool. Like the through line on this is neat and it sucks that they're abandoning it because if they could keep following that, that's a through line that leads all the way to the force awakens. Whereas now because of Favreau and Pedro Pascal and all the shit going on, they're going to make it about Bo-Katan. Mm. Bo-Katan Kreese. I, I should note that, uh, I am actually Pedro Pascal underneath <laughs> this. <laughs> I knew it. <clears throat> This whole time? Ever since back in the El Chirito days? No. I was going to say, I know that's not true because you just showed up on set. So does he, is is he off the show? Like moving forward, did they kill off uh, Jin Darren or whatever? I mean, I don't no, want to spoil it for now. No, we don't want to spoil it. Fair enough. It doesn't matter. I... I got like thirty minutes left. It's fine. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't kill him. Uh, <laughs> he's he's not gone forever. They it's make shamed. it. They make it to where it'll be very comfortable to maybe not pick up with him for a very long time, or we'll pick up with him like as a cameo in Ashoka, Ahsoka, mm. or and they've already announced that they're doing this movie to end all these series. They're doing a theatrical Star Wars movie that's going to wrap up Ahsoka. No, but I mean, like, they're going to wrap up all these Disney Plus series as a theatrical movie that's just capping these things. And it's going to cap all these series. And it's one of the three movies they just announced. And the other one was Rey running the new Jedi Temple in her future, like 15 years after the end of the new trilogy. Uh, Yeah. Which Grogu will for sure be at. Interesting. He'll, He'll finally be speaking. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, groggy. Well, he better. He's fucking 50 years old. I was going to say by the time yeah, by the time he's 15 years older from where he is now. Yeah, he'll be he'll be starting he'll to be he's, a kid. He's already during what we've watched gone from just like bah! to like making almost noises that make sense. Yeah, I like his little cute baby noises he makes. Yeah. <laughs> But it'd be really funny if the first thing he said, he was just like, he had like a fully formed Yoda voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking for someone you have. Found mm. a walker. Fuck you. <laughs> I want him to have like a Rob McElhaney Philly accent. <laughs> or, you know, they already got him on contract. Just have Bill Burr be the voice of Grogu. Or yeah, Burr. that's that's who imprinted yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry i i probably shouldn't be speaking through my philly mask (laughs) 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 you you talk a battery is someone kid that's that accent's like hard to do because it's so dumb (laughs) so nate we we just finished talking about it but uh had you watched jury duty uh, I I watched I think the first three episodes. So no, basically. Okay. All right. Watch the last three episodes. It's a trip. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, I, I I will say that I'm going to continue watching it. Yes. It's 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 Nathan Fielder level for me. It's uh, very yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's for sure. It's it's out there and it's wonderful it's like what if nathan fielder's ideas were expressed by somebody without any autism that's an interesting way to put it (laughs) what what if i had a judge it was ike barinholt's dad yeah yeah that's pretty i forgot about that that is also insane (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i i don't know i tried describing it i mean obviously it's easy to describe but you really i don't think the basic description captures 
even close to what the show did. No, it's it, it, even when you tell somebody all the ingredients, like that does not make the dish at all. Right. Like, it is so hard to express to somebody. Cause I've told a couple of people that just like still haven't watched it. Where I'm like, you really need to watch. Like you, you're not listening to me. You're going to have a hoot and a holler. You're going to half it up. Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this. Do they have an actual actor in the second season? I mean, obviously mm. they're all actors, but like, no, oh, I know you no mean like a famous guy, like actors. Marsden again. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, we were talking about it. I don't think they'll be able to do it in la george i don't think they'll be able to do it anywhere where like the general population's aware of gigs ever again like i think the next time they're gonna have to go to like minnesota or wisconsin or, or idaho or shadow like, louisiana they, they're gonna have to go play a prank on someone who's not in a place that's as savvy as that i think and then yeah if they aren't doing it in la then the idea of having a famous person there wouldn't really work because yeah. the only reason marsden doesn't throw him off the whole thing immediately is like well we're in la because it seems yeah. natural that yeah he of course would have been called in a jury duty because uh, everybody does yeah right fair is fair yeah so i i don't think they'll do that again. i think it'd be wild if they did pull it off in la again right I mean, there's they bound to probably- be somebody who answers a questionnaire that they don't watch TV, they don't watch whatever, and then they somehow track those people down and use them for something like this. Yeah, but then, like, imagine how hard it was to cast as many people as they used in that one. Mm. I mean, they only had to get the one guy, really. What do you mean? No, 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 no. They had to cast every juror. They had to cast the bailiff, right. the judge, the bus driver, the food truck people everybody's significant other like they, like no I, i'm just saying like they but burn all they had to do was get character people casting. who don't uh who, who were not recognizable and also good enough to not break character for two weeks that would be the Fair hardest enough. part of it i think yeah no like right. i, I agree with you that no one's necessarily putting in an oscar worthy performance sure. but they're all putting in a like some pretty believable performance if you were a guy well. there and they're doing it with no fucking breaks they're getting like maybe an hour to clip when they pull that guy into interviews and then like a couple minutes before they go to bed where they might be able to make a phone call to a normal person from their normal life and then the rest of the two weeks they're just fucking on and like that like I think it'd be pretty hard to cast 75 people out of the character actor pool who's unrecognizable I mean to that point, they have Kirk Fox in it, who's very fucking recognizable. True. You. Yeah. No, to Nate, too. That's why I just brought it up again. Nate is with me, where me and Nate would have walked into that first room, and when Marsden had the hat on, I would have walked over to Kirk Fox and been like, hi, can I have a picture? And, Are you and, Kirk and, Fox? And Nate's more polite than me, so he would have waited for Kirk Fox <laughs> to ask him for a picture. <laughs> But yeah, like I, that would have been the giveaway for me. Well, and the, but and, I mean, but the well I was already that thought, shallow. I'm in the, I'm in the right county for this. It might just be that I'm randomly chosen. Yeah, next to these. Right, but Matt and I talked about it last episode. I wonder after you in the sixth episode, they kind of show you how they plan some things and how some things worked in the improv style they were forced to do with the. Mm. Mm-hmm. unwitting guy which is impressive what some of the shit they pulled off when you really see how well they're it was actually, written out like the Jorf I mean, shirt I, I i don't want to say they're quite mean 
but I feel like it was quite mean. Yeah, but like how Mecky like orchestrated him getting that advice from Family Guy out of the guy, <laughs> like that that was all written ahead of time. Like it was. Yeah, their their planning is really good for them just fishing basically, and yeah. But, like, yeah, to get all those people, they already had to dredge the well far enough that they had to let Kirk Fox on. And I wonder if they had a plan if he recognized Kirk Fox to where all of a sudden he was Kirk Fox instead of being his character. Mm. Because they had to have a plan B, especially when you see how they planned it, where they had to be able to pivot to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he's here, too. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I I mean, I I imagine that if he was recognized, then, yeah, he would just be like, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's also a very funny scene that I think you in particular will love in the sixth episode where he bitches about how much they made him eat oh god yeah that was funny and he genuinely means it and it's like it's just really funny to see oh no ronald says that (laughs) well yeah because they're all union no no kirk fox they're all union actors okay they all all have to eat their meals on set like in a set time that like a nutritionalist oversaw and then they also have to eat all their meals with this guy so they're eating like five to six meals a day (laughs) to to keep up appearances (laughs) and like the food ordering process was really complicated because they had to put in their union food order every day and not let this kid know and then they had to find a way to distract him when they delivered the food and set it up with union people every day Mm -hmm. yeah dude i bet they had like a whole choose your adventure bible of like if this happens go to page yeah eight e well, and they really didn't have a whole lot of time together. No, they they rehearsed for like, what, three days? Yeah. And then they have one day in the middle where they told him all they had a day off and they distracted him with two people that took him to the mall and the rest of them met up and rehearsed what they were going to do going forward because they'd finally got a feel for his personality a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just fucking, it's genius. I mean, that, that was such a cool show. Yeah. And finding that many character actors in one pool twice would be a pretty good feat. Yeah. Unrecognizable people that are unrecognizable that wouldn't throw you off. Yeah. I was very impressed. I mean, they could have got uh, an entire jury of luchadors. That would be cool. I know one in particular that I would like to see on a jury god when he said he served at can't cons <laughs> what when, when they asked if he'd ever been on a jury before he, he was, oh yeah 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 <laughs> and he said yeah in can and then and then they're like and i would like to know uh what he picked actually <laughs> or if it's even true or right. if that was just part of him playing a hollywood i bet he can. did look i've been asked to go to con and I could not do it. So he probably also has. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, has anybody watched White House Plumbers yet? No, I keep seeing ads for this. What is this? I'm so fucking excited. It's a it's a HBO comedy about Howard Hunt and G. Gordon Liddy. Oh, shit. Watergate? Yeah, but it's specifically about these two maniacs. 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 Oh, no. No. Do like they have G- baloney in their slacks? No, G. Gordon Liddy was straight up like a fucking assassin. Yeah. And also dumb as a box of fucking rocks. I was going to say, I remember after that, at least when they, they had him uh, with charges and stuff, he didn't seem that much of like a smart dude. No, dumb as shit. Like the perfect military guy. 
just dipshittery top to bottom do what he's told yeah but like crazy and it's uh woody harrelson and justin Theroux. it looks really good i'm gonna watch it i was gonna watch so, it tonight. i might not is know. is it a fun comedy about what they might have done no it's or like a like legitimate comedy like, about what they actually did do it's like a legitimate comedy about what they actually did to and following these two guys who are just like ham-fisted gangsters trying to cover this up and doing it for the president while also just like really dropping the ball every time they can because they don't understand the assignment. Like it's just and they I like G. Gordon Liddy thought he was killing it till he got charged. Like they thought they were doing it. They thought they had figured it out and were smarter than everyone. So I think the comedy is it's, it's these two middle-aged guys who think they're like secret agents because that's what was going on. These guys thought like, yeah, I work directly for the president. I hide shit that nobody needs to know about when it was they were Aaron boys. <laughs> so I think it'll be very funny to see Woody Harrelson and Justin fucking Thoreau playing those characters. It, it seems like it's going to be humorous uh, just naturally. But yeah. yeah. Them trying to convince their wives that they have important jobs, which wonder, was part of the story. It doesn't look like they're going to go, oh, wait, maybe they will. So the John Carroll Lynch is going to play John Mitchell. I wonder if they're going to have a Margaret Mitchell. I don't know if you all know about Margaret Mitchell. Margaret so. Mitchell's the OG. But if you've ever listened to the podcast Slow Burn, if you haven't, I should say, I would highly recommend it because... She's the key to the whole thing. If they hadn't offended that bitch, then nothing would have ever happened. Offending her, offending right. her is what got this going. If they would they, have just been polite, she would have known and kept her mouth shut. They did more than offend her. They they drugged her and gagged her in a hotel yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, she already knew about everything before that and would have right. never come forward. The fact that they fucked around with her. Yeah, yeah is what made her come forward she just didn't care she oh, was yeah. so she's so like all their confidants and wives and any associates back then like who the fuck would listen there was no 24-hour news you couldn't sell that to anyone mm-hmm. they wouldn't publish it it was dangerous yeah no that that you should listen to that podcast it is wonderful first the, season of it the guy that she came forward to did a series of really good interviews on kimmel earlier this fall oh really yeah because he's really old and he was telling some stories out of school. Hmm. That sounds interesting, actually. It was really good. My dad recorded them for me or left them on our DVR because he usually deletes them. And then I just watched the YouTube version of Kimmel. Uh, but it ruled. All right. So I'll have to check out White House Plumbers. But G. Gordon Liddy is one of the funniest fucking characters in American history. That guy is a Hanna-Barbera <laughs> character of a man. Please fucking nuts <laughs> he's fucking insane and the mustache is like one of the funniest things anybody's ever had on their face also yes <laughs> yeah it's it's a hannah barbera drawing of bald tom Selleck. yeah if he was mixed with officer dibble <laughs> <laughs> uh if people wanted to let us know what they think he looks like mitch where should they hit us up they could tell us that he looks like the fucking micro machines guy um Speedy. he does he was on macgyver i would while you guys were talking about it i went down did you know he had a whole fucking acting career yeah g gordon liddy yes. yes 
That's nuts. Yeah, he's a maniac. But, yeah, he's a maniac. Uh, but that's a tale for another time. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on, we have a Reddit page, r slash broadcastgeeks. Don't know what to do with it. I don't know how Reddit works, but, you know, maybe one day something will happen there. I don't know. I'm not a Reddit guy. But uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter at broadcastgeeks. Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. You can subscribe and like and share the podcast for anywhere you get podcasts, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, whatever. Mm. But uh, until uh, and, and all of that, you can always come back again next time. We'll leave you with our, our regular sign off line. Excelsior. Excelsior.